Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with Evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, you know, on My Two Cents, I get deep, I get truthful, I get honest, because sometimes the ugly truth has to come out right once we hear it. Instead of doing it, we know how ugly it seems, right? And now we can picture how ugly the action is, either when we cause it or others have caused it upon us. Now, that's not for us to get bitter or to feel, you know, ashamed of ourselves. Now, godly shame does bring change, right? Brings open mindedness make you want to repent. So it's nothing wrong with having godly shame, right? But tormented shame is from the devil, right? Constantly reminding you of your failures, your setbacks, your attacks. That's something we don't want to think on, but sometimes it happens in our mindset, right? So today I'm speaking on, today's show will be on dealing with setbacks while you are emotionally healing. Now, like I said, we do know that we can never get fully rid of pain that we have done or pain that we have endured, but we can manage and we can make it through it as we emotionally heal and work for change for the better, right? Putting up boundaries, being a person of love and understanding. And that all takes time to become that type of person, right? Especially if you wasn't raised in that type of environment, if you haven't been around that type of crowd, that people that care, that people that understand. And that's all hard to do, including setting boundaries. If you were a person out there that had no boundaries and people benefited after you not having no boundaries, they talked to you any type of way, they treated you any type of way, it will be hard for you to try to set boundaries for yourself, right? But as you emotionally heal, you you realize that not only do you give respect, but you deserve respect too. You deserve to be um, loved and treated kindly, just like you try to do other people. And if you haven't been emotionally emotionally healing and you've been the one or the villain in someone's story, right? Then you have to forgive yourself too and know that change is needed, that you can't always be so harsh, so judgmental, so angry, so bitter, so vengeful toward people, right? Because that don't bring good back into your life and it really causes trauma in other people's life. So I will be speaking on dealing with setbacks while emotional healing, right? Because we all deal with those setbacks, whether that's going 
going back to wrong mindsets, whether that's losing our faith, right? Whether that's just replaying what was said or done to us, we all go through that, right? And sometimes at the most craziest moments, the moments where we should be the happiest, right? All the pain from the past or memories from the past come back up. So I will be giving tools on how to deal with emotional setbacks because I have dealt with that myself and I still do to this time, to this day, if I can be honest. Not only that, because you guys know that I'm a woman of God, I also will be speaking on Bible scriptures of God trying to give us hope in times of affliction and things that we don't understand. And also a, a, a figure in the Bible, which we know is the Apostle Paul, right? Who dealt with so much trauma, so much emotional baggage, right? But he kept his faith in God and he even lost, had a setback, right? in his emotional health and to the point where he was wanted to die, right? We know Job went through that too. Those of us who are Bible readers and also David, but today I will be speaking on Paul and what was his conclusion and how he felt in his emotional setback. And sometimes we all can feel that way, right? Hopeless, sad, sorrowful, but we have to come from out of that. And it's okay to have setbacks in your emotional healing, right? You just need the tools and steps to get past the setback so you can move forward. And this what this show is today about. So I hope you guys stay tuned and this should be a great show. Stay tuned after this commercial break as I speak on dealing with setbacks while you emotionally heal and also tools that we can use to overcome setbacks, right? And then I will go into the Apostle Paul. So God bless and stay tuned. So the song says that mountains are still being Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, cause yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all it says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Wallesa Norris. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys that this podcast 
episode today will be on dealing with setbacks while emotional healing. We all have dealt with setbacks or will deal with setbacks in the future, right? Once you have experienced trauma, whether light or big or small, right, or medium, we all will have some setback of the event that happened of what a person has done or said, or even if we were the one that caused the trauma, right? We always have that memory come back and sometimes at the darnest times. And it's nothing wrong with having setbacks while you're processing trauma, right? Because trauma is a painful experience. That's why it's called trauma, right? It was something that shocked you, took you by surprise, things that you would have never thought could have happened in your life or the betrayal that has happened from others or even if you were the one that caused the betrayal or did something that you thought that you could never do, right? It's painful to sit there and acknowledge and understand what has happened or occurred in your life or things that you have done, right? So it's not uncommon to go back to thinking on the memories or the people or the event that caused you to have some type of trauma. And what does trauma do? It brings feelings of sadness, depression, angry, irritability, scared sometimes, and and sometimes withdrawing from others, right? You just don't want to be bothered with people. And isolation, like I said, is good for a short time, but not for a long time. It's okay to isolate, to write down your goals, your plans on how you want to move forward in the future, right? What boundaries you want to set, how you want to make a change in certain actions and, and, and things that you allow in your life, right? There's nothing wrong with taking time out to sit down and journal or think about how you want to recreate yourself. Because after dealing with so much harsh abuse or any type of trauma, right, you have to come up as a new person. This is what emotional healing does, right? It changes you. Trauma changes you. And this show is about trauma changing you for the better, not the bitter. And I know we all can get bitter or angry at certain things that has happened in our life that we felt that we didn't deserve, whether that was in childhood, whether that was in a relationship, whether that was in a community, but we have to learn how to heal. And when we experience these setbacks, right, we have to learn the tools on how to get over these setbacks or to to cope with the setbacks and, and, and the different emotions that we are feeling, right? So after you experience all this sadness, this trauma, maybe the memories, maybe the name of things that has happened to you or things that you may have done, you have to learn how to cope with it, right? And that's just recognizing you have to change your routine, right? You have to work, recognize what is good for you and what is not, what thought is good for you and what is not. We always get drawn to the negative, right? We always get drawn to distractions, right? That may trigger us. So once we learn how to cope with change, right? Because change is so needed after dealing with trauma, like I just spoke on. You have to learn how to change your routine. What can I do differently? Maybe I don't need to go to certain places no more. Maybe I don't need to interact with certain people no more. Maybe I have to love people from a distance. Maybe I 
I have to take a step back right from certain people I've been around. If I've been the one that caused the trauma and I'm realizing now that I was wrong in the way that I behaved, what I thought and what I said about them, maybe I need to distance myself to get my thoughts, my mind, something together. You have to learn that change is needed and I have to change my routine for a little while, right? When I'm dealing with a crisis, trauma, things said, and done that either I done or other people have done. Another thing is you want to manage your anxiety. We know trauma causes heavy anxiety, right? And some anxiety can get so out of control that sometimes people do not only go see a therapist, right? And that therapist recommend them to a doctor that they get on medication. Now, I don't recommend that, but hey, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a life coach, right? I recommend taking herbal uh, vitamins, eating healthy, walking outside, getting a breath of fresh air when your anxiety go up, exercising, jumping rope, watching a movie, that something that's going to make you laugh. I, I work on the natural, right? But I know some people may need extra help from the doctor. So don't let me talk you out of not going to the doctor to get depression medication or anxiety medication. But what I try to do is cope on natural things from made from the earth, which is herbal teas, herbal vitamins, trying to get out, trying to make myself laugh. That's the things that I do. And that's what I recommend. But whatever you think it's best for you when your anxiety is high, you're always nervous, you can't move forward, and your goals, you're not feeling yourself around, your family around, your people, that means your anxiety and depression has kicked in high and you need some extra added help. Now, the tools I just gave you on natural ways, that's a great natural way, right? Meditating, exercising, taking herbal um, teas and vitamins, trying to eat healthy, trying to make yourself laugh. For me, I'm a laughaholic. I love to laugh. So watching movies or just having some quality time to yourself. And the other thing that gets us stuck, right, is grieving, right? We always grieve in losses. That can be losses in our finances, losses in opportunities, losses with people that we have loved because of things that were said or done by others to us that we love, right? Or those we have done to, uh, to uh, done or said to those that we love, right? We grieve a lot when we emotionally heal, whether we were the victim or the villain, right? It's just like, you know, know, like I said, the first step is that your routine has to change. So, you know, I have to distance myself probably from someone that I love because what well, either they were abusive or not changing, or I was the one that caused the trauma and abuse in their life. And you're going to grieve relationships, even if it's not good for you no more, right? You still have the memory of the person when it was good, right? Because sometimes we hold on to the little thing that was good and not all the bad. But one once we're emotionally healing, we acknowledge who is and what is good for us, right? Do they have more good qualities or bad qualities about themselves? So you grieve a lot. So you have to learn how to get out of that grieving point. And that's okay to grieve for a little while, right? Crying can be good for you. I know I have good cries at times, right? Just from old people, things I went through, thanking God, right? For sustaining me and keeping me and guiding me. And you have to know when you're grieving to treat yourself with compassion right? Fix your favorite meal. Take you a warm bath, right? Let yourself know that you're learning and you're growing when you're grieving. 
Not only that, you want to engage with support. You want to lean on somebody you can trust, right? Like I said, I'm a life coach. If you want to book me, you can book me at keepmedifferent.com or a family member or a therapist or a, a support group, right? Whatever you're going through, with anxiety, with trauma, it is people in all different areas, right? Different cities and states. You just have to do the research and look around because it's not only you who have endured different type of traumas. It's all people, right? We are all connected and God has people in different areas, different communities that's willing to help you grow and be that helping hand and listening ear for you. But you can't trust everyone. So you want to pray on where you're going to, to get your support, right? To keep you afloat and, and moving forward in a positive way. And don't let shame, pride, or fear stop you from getting the support that you need. If you can afford anybody to help you right but they got free groups as well so don't be afraid or ashamed of what you have endured or gone through or what even you may have done before you woke up to the knowledge of emotional healing and knowing that certain actions and things that were said or done was not right it's nothing to be ashamed of acknowledgement is the first step another thing is you don't want to be too shameful on yourself right because when you feel ashamed you feel and feel of humiliation. We all have been humiliated or played a fool in somebody's life. And when you know that you have been foolish or you have overextended yourself or overdone different things for different people and, and different groups and stuff, sometimes you may feel humiliated when they laugh at you or when they take your kindness for, for granted or they do hurtful, harsh things or say different things uh, uh, that's terrible when you had the right and proper mindset and you went in with with an open heart. Sometimes you can feel humiliated when people don't react how you wanted them to react to your love and your kindness. And so you want to be aware of feeling too shameful from traumatic experiences because we all have played a fool. We all have been taken advantage of at one time or another in our life. It's just learning from that, that people don't see your love and kindness. It does hurt your feelings, but learn how to remove yourself, right? Don't never stop loving and being kind just know who to be loving and kind to and to set your boundaries right so we do deal with feelings of shame when we felt humiliated by those we had no idea that was behind our backs being toxic plotting evil saying different things when we had love and light in our heart and went in with a pure soul so don't let that get to you and the last but not least thing you want to remember you can handle this, right? Whatever unexpected happens, whatever stops you in your journey of healing, whatever happened before you woke up to healing, you can handle it. So you have to remind yourself, I can handle this. I can move forward. Healing is a process. I may be very uncomfortable with where I am at, who I have lost, things I don't have no more, but I am moving forward and I can do this. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on the Apostle Paul in the Bible who dealt with many different encounters, right? We do know he was the one that was against David, but he also was a mighty man of God before he turned for the bad, right, toward David. He let his jealousy get to him. And I did a show on jealousy, right? We have to work through our jealousy and comparing our life to different people's life if we want to keep good people in our life because it can backfire on us. 
us. But after this commercial break, I will be speaking on the Apostle Paul who dealt with setbacks and he felt like it was no way to move forward, right? But his hope and his his faith was in God and God came through for him just like he will with us. This is why I encourage everybody to add God in your emotional healing journey so you can get the spiritual wisdom you need, the proper healing and keep your healing as long as you stay close to God as you're working on your ways. So God bless and stay tuned. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on dealing with setbacks while you emotionally heal. It's a lot of stuff that has gotten to us, right, with things that were said or done to us over the years or from different peoples or from people that we really loved and had good intentions for. Or it can be us, right, having the emotional setback for things we have said and we have done when we have wrong somebody judged them wrongly right but we don't want to stay in that mindset as we emotionally heal we acknowledge that change is needed for the better and we need the tools the wisdom and the knowledge to heal relationships right to bring the love back with the people around us right including our family those of our family members who are open to healing and love and being understanding right we do know as we change right sometimes our circle change and a circle can be our family our old friends right old neighborhoods old churches old jobs right but we have to trust God and this what Paul had to do and before the commercial break I told you guys right on some tips on dealing with emotional setbacks when you go back to negative thinking right negative negative behaviors, just dwelling on what has happened, all that you have lost, all that you have endured. We all go through that, right? As we emotionally heal and it's okay to cry, but we don't want to stay stuck there. Take as much time as you need to heal, but know that change is needed for the better. We don't want to let our hearts stay angry and mad and bitter, right? Because we do, as we emotionally heal, know that other people, 
they need healing as well, right? If they're so angry, bitter, and always attacking us or attacking somebody else, right? They need healing and the right tools and knowledge to know on how to respond and how to react and how to be loving, kind, and understanding. Now, we don't want to judge them. We do want to hold people accountable. We do want to distance ourselves from people who are not trying to be better with themselves, right? Because that'll only keep us stuck, right? In negative behaviors, negative thinking, negative environments. And if we want to move forward, if we want to see more of God's favor, blessings in our life, we want to experience different things that bring us joy and happiness, right? We have to trust where the good Lord is leading us, right? And sometimes we have to lose some things that was very valuable to us or things, go through some things that we never expected. And this is what the Apostle Paul did. Now, before I go into what the Apostle Paul said, first, I'm going to give you the scriptures, which is Romans 12, 12, that says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Now, a couple of them are good and and easy to do, right? Maybe the faithful in prayer, because we can all say a prayer, even the words, help me, Lord, it's a prayer, right? No matter how how small or how big your prayer is, God hear all all prayer. So prayer is easy to do unless you just don't pray at all, but you want to add prayer in your emotional healing. Now, the being patient in affliction, right? That's kind of hard, right? It's like, God, how can I be patient in affliction? But God was telling us to be patient in affliction because he was letting us know that we are going to have to endure some things that we may not want to endure, right? To take us to the places that we are meant to be to create us into the people we are meant to be and sometimes it's not always good so this is what Paul went through right so and I believe it is in 2nd Corinthians yeah 2nd Corinthians 1 8 Paul was speaking on how bad his suffering was, right? He said him and the other people of God that was following him, their suffering was so horrible and unbearable that it seemed like they were death was for sure, right? He said we was crushed beyond, beyond our ability that they couldn't even think of living anymore. So, you know, he had to go through some harsh attacks, some unfair treatment, some different things just because he was proclaiming the faith of Jesus Christ, right? And we all know when you are a Christian, especially if you're a Christian and you proclaim Jesus and you're around people who don't know God or don't have an open mind to who God is or just used to doing things one way or think God is doing things one way and he's doing something different with you. Maybe he called you differently from other people like Paul because people didn't believe it. And, and his circle of friends and in the church, right? Because Paul was once persecuting Christians, right? He didn't like Christians. He talked about them. He was killing them, right? And he had his regular friends that didn't like him either. But when God blinded Paul, right, and knocked him off his horse and told him he was going to be a leader for the kingdom of God, nobody believed him, right? Or they just didn't like that he was the one that was chosen by God after knowing all the things he had done or said, right? And even the people that was following him when he was killing Christians, right? They was 
was mad because they didn't understand how he even became a Christian. So not only that, Paul dealt with persecution from his past life, right? From his past friends, from the people he was called to to lead and connect with in faith. They persecuted him because they remember how he was talking about the Christians, how he was killing the Christians, and they couldn't even believe that God chose him, but God chose him, right? And he had to endure some harsh treatment. And most of us, even if it's not even in our faith walk, right, just in our communities and the families that we was raised up in, right, in the friend circles we raised up in, once we have a dream or we believe that God has told us we can do certain things that don't have to be in ministry, right? People are not going to support you. They may not believe in you. They may talk about you, right? They may attack you. Now, this is what Paul went through, that he lost his emotional healing. He lost his faith, right? He he just succumbed to the circumstances, right? He said, I'm suffering so bad, I would rather be given over to death. But then we see again, right, with Paul, after going through all of that, we see Paul is the one that said in Second Corinthians twelve nine twelve nine that um for your power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So Paul was just saying that even though he lose faith, even though he get angry, even though he murdered Christians in the past, right? Even though he removed from the friend circle that was helping him murder Christians, right? That he believed in Jesus Christ so bad that even he knew that God's grace was sufficient for him, right? that God, what Jesus did on the cross, dying on the cross for him, covered his sins, right? Covered his complaining, covered his um, unfaithfulness to God, right? Cover his uh, weariness of thinking that he can change and continue to move on. Covered him when he wanted to die. God told him he can move on, right? And that his journey was not over with on this earth. We see the same thing with Elijah, right? After Jezebel threatened him, he wanted to die. God told him, go get something to eat. Go rest for a bit. Your journey is not over yet, right? We see the same thing with Job in the Bible, right? He lost so much. He was attacked by his own close friends, right? After they knew he, he had lost his kids, his wife, his health, his money, and everything. And they talked about him like a dog, judged him badly. And that wasn't even the case. It was God putting him up to a test. And even though Job complained, right, got bitter and angry, I also say this on my social media, but he said, though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. And so this is what God is asking all of us to do, though of us who are believers in Christ Jesus, right? Those of us who have accepted the Lord in our heart. And if you haven't, you want to accept the good Lord Jesus in your heart because he's going to work out his plan for your life, his way, not our way, right? If it was left up to us, we wouldn't go through nothing, right? Everybody we love and care for and everybody we meet would treat us loving and kind. Even we would be loving and kind, but we all fail in the love area, right? But sometimes our circumstances, our heart circumstances. God uses that to change us, to help us, to help other people and work out his plan and his purpose for our life. So this is the end of my emotional healing show for today, dealing with setbacks while you emotionally heal. If you have fallen short, if you took five steps forward and failed four steps back, it is okay. God's grace is sufficient for you as well. You just want to continue to pray. Try to be patient with your 
yourself and with others, right? When things unfair is happening to you, you have to stay in prayer, right? And believe that things will turn around for you. But even if you lose hope, right? All you can say is help me, Lord, get through this, right? And God will help you because his grace is sufficient for you as well. So God bless and until the next show, I will speak with you guys later.